When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Ryan, a, a ring of up and coming Atlanta rappers have been home invading and extorting more famous rappers mm-hmm. and other people in Atlanta, but then they wrote songs about it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Fannie Willis's office in between trying to take down 45 and fending off death threats from trying to take down 45 has had to arrest like 26 members of Atlanta's rap scene. But separate from the Young Thug Rico case, which is right. also happening alongside it. So Young Thug's under like six different racketeering charges. The name of the gang in question is Drug Rich. Okay. In their rap lyrics, they apparently said things like, remember on August 27th when we kicked in that door? Yeah. Last year, 2021. They're, they're like talking about removing the license plates from cars. It's very specific. Sign zero AH. The, they had somebody from the DA's office on the news who was like, you probably shouldn't put your crimes to a beat and then brag about them. And it, it's, yeah, you got the real sense that they were trying to keep a straight face. But anyway, they home invaded Mariah Carey at one point. Yeah. Which I feel like a mob's going to rise up against them. It's a bad plan. Can't do that. I mean, out of respect, you should just leave the house. Yeah. Right? I might take a... I might take a... Oh, I know what it was. Okay, the gang name is Drug Rich, which is dumb, but they changed it because this gang has been operating for at least five years because I remember the last time they were in the news, it was 2017, and at the time, they were going by Dem Marietta Boys, but then you would get headlines like, DMB strikes again. Dave Matthews fan doing in the city. And I'm wondering if they changed it because of that. And I'll never, I I hope I'll find out someday if that's why they changed it. This is a robbery. To the Shutdown Fullcast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall, joined as always uh, in no particular order here. We're going to start with, oh, look at that, Ryan Nanny, live from Nashville, Tennessee. Ryan, how fair is Nashville this week? I'm going to ask the question I always ask you. Don't do the voice. I'm going to do it. Uh, uh, Did you get a biscuit? 
No, are you living? Are you living, laughing and loving? This is worse than your Ricky Gervais voice. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a biscuit. I did recently see what could have been, but it wasn't the most amazing thing I've ever seen in this city, and that was in downtown Nashville, place I do not go that often. But uh, my wife and I went to the Ryman to see a comedy show, and big line out the building to get Mm -hmm. in, so we had to queue up all the way down lower broad right by robert's western world and the you know the party the party barges are going by <clears throat> first of all everybody who is on one of these things thinks they look fucking cool as hell and let i could not more aggressively disabuse them of this notion like have fun that's great but the idea that you are like showing off for others as if you have done like no but you know, several go by, and then we see one coming down the road, and it's got a huge crucifix on it, and it's being it's 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 a it's a tractor pulling uh, a like outfitted flatbed, and for a moment I'm like, is this is this a Christian themed booze booze wagon? Is that booze tractor? Is that what's happening here? It was not, unfortunately. No. It was instead. A, it was a tractor pulling a, a flatbed with, I think, like five singers on it, loudly and fervently I- encouraging people to embrace the Lord, celebrating downside, his name. Yeah. Downside, not a Christian booze cruise. Upside, mm-hmm. new business model for us. Right. Absolutely. I, I think Christian booze tractor is like you've discovered redneck Lutherans. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. I, I wish it had been what it was, except it had also had like six, six dudes in real tree drinking out of like red solo cups and sort of bouncing to the music the whole time. Don't threaten me with a good time. I wish it had had like five ladies in white cowboy hats Wee! being like the last hoedown shirts <laughs> See, <laughs> as they I thought- were on this Christian. <laughs> Christian pedal tavern. See, be, being the lapsed Catholic that I am, I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe, man, what we have, what we have, is an exorcism wagon. Let me tell you, based on how well, like and how, exorcisms. Yeah, or, what, okay. what you what you can't you can't go no. to the exorcism. Listen, you're too busy being listen. possessed. Wait, you based, need to call the exorcism wagon. You're hosing people with uh, the the magic water. Holy water. Holy yeah, water. we could just magic you know we water. could piggyback on an existing industry by having ride along priests go with mobile detailing outfits. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know much about this particular group, what they were doing, what they hope to accomplish. I mean, I can guess. I can tell you, based on how well they were singing and how loud they were singing, they were definitely not Catholic, my dude. In no way, <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you imagine anything? Yes. I don't know. According to the internet, like you do that shit, and uh, the seventeen-year-olds are going to be like, "Oh, this is cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. It is true. People the, go. The it's latest, mumble cor- uh, it's mumble I believe core. the word is fucking aesthetic. Is uh that that the the trend aesthetic is uh yeah the 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 most boring gray sonorous Catholic D- shit is Dirge really hymns. fucking cool yeah how did that it's mu- like I said it's mumble core religion that's what it is probably it, yeah the mumble rappers of religion that's can't exactly wait for, what it can't is. wait for Drake to steer into this hard oh yeah you heard Drake's eagle on eagle's wings damn it goes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, depending on the producer, listen, it could go. All right. Try to tell me. Try to tell I me mean, you put yeah. on Eagles Wings with just Blaze. <laughs> I mean, Rick superhero Ross music. Been, Rick Ross has been using Catholic ass beats for like decades now. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was almost the greatest thing I've ever seen because I think Holly's right. If somebody can with a straight face, and in Nashville you can do this with a straight face, say yes, this is a pedal tavern, but it's Christian, but you can drink as much as you want and be as sloppy as you want, but it's Christian. Like, there's a market for that. There is a market for people who are like, well, yeah, I want to have a good time in Nashville, but I want to keep it Christian. But I want to have a good time, as long as it's Christian. <laughs> Ryan, that doesn't that main drag have like multiple of those Christian girl autumn boutiques? Um, so you could even have like a hop on, hop off situation where you hop off, you get your G's jeans. It might. I, I got to be honest. I was mostly I'm. Whenever I go down to Lower Broad, I'm mostly people watch more than business watch because no, man, fair enough. it's it's the thing I forget, and this is what happens every time is like, I think unlike similar places in the u.s there are a lot of like old people on lower broad on a friday night and i don't mean like people in their 50s or whatever i mean you're like that dude is 70 and he is going into a very loud honky tonk and Mm -hmm. he is like like what's going on here there are a lot of people like that but i can tell you i can tell you what's going on there you know what it is so my wife has a theory but i want to hear yours it's the wrong white attitude of well i made it this far we might as okay. well go to hell with we sure. might as well go to hell with, you know, like no breaks. What's Caitlin's theory? Caitlin's theory is that these are people who have been going to Lower Broad for 40 years and are like, "Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop now." Just no, that's correct. Just, like just Salmon's returning to spawn. Just cuz just cuz it's some newfangled hipster bullshit doesn't mean I'm going to stop going. I love fangles. I kind of respect that. Oh. No, I think th- I think we're both right because these are the people who are like <sighs> Well, I could have been acting right yes. 40 years ago. Yes. Bit late for that now. <laughs> yes. If you're wondering, is cigarette smoking still alive and well in America? Come down to Lower Broad in Nashville, because, buddy, it sure fucking is. Yeah, the the only guy I knew who was a big Lower Broad aficionado one time. Stephen uh, Godfrey. When we were, yes, Stephen Godfrey, who you can reach at 38Godfrey on Twitter. <laughs> I would, uh, the guy who I remember was a guy who owned a battery company. Uh, and inherited from his dad and he goes yeah i like that bar over there and i was like why do you like that taylor and he goes uh now keep in mind he had a uh like who is the dog deputy dog who on hanna barbera cartoons what deputy dog name was wait, I mean, is it deputy dog who has to laugh like <laughs> no <laughs> that's that's, Mut- that's muttley muttley okay so he had the yes. thank you uh he had the muttley laugh from a good 40 years of two packs a day mm-hmm. right like he would die if he stopped smoking because his lungs would be like gas oxygen's too rich i got gout of the lungs you know and anyway taylor he goes i like that bar over there and i was like why and he goes because when i was 12 i danced on the piano <laughs> <laughs> i was like were people and i you know jokingly i was like taylor were people throwing nickels at you and clapping he goes they were <laughs> I like that bar. It doesn't have laws. <laughs> they've, is, got, they've got preteens you, dancing on pianos, I and mean, you can you, just chuck change at them like buckshot. You've basically described, Jason, why people live in Louisiana. So. <laughs> Bars with no laws. Not like, not like a civilized place like Kid Rock. 
We'll let you lick the urinal for $5 to own the libs. Well, line me up, buddy. So, yeah, things are great in Nashville. I'm having a blast. Mm-hmm. No biscuit, though. I'll, I'll report back. That's great. Jason Kirk, how we doing? Uh, I'm So, Jim Harbaugh um, is uh, attempting to, like, invoke King Solomon or something uh, in, mm-hmm. like, as a resolution to his quarterback controversy. I'm not yeah. gonna, What are these noises? <laughs> Me. Sorry. <laughs> Is everyone okay? No. Uh, no, I was just I I felt queasy. Sorry, please go on. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely certain that he is saying he is going to cut one of his quarterbacks in half or whatever. Um, I think he is just referring to the theory that Solomon wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, which is the book he's kind of quoting-ish, which is a book largely about how, like, fuck it, man, nothing matters. Who knows? Take a (laughs) shot. Who gives a shit? Maybe it'll work. Probably not. Doesn't matter. You're going to wake up tomorrow. The world will be the same as it's always been, and then you're going to die. So I don't Phil know Mickelson's biblical approach. It's the Eat at Arby's book. It is. So, like, yeah. Um, I, th- I think at that point, I think Jim Harbaugh has truly embraced being Michigan's coach. Because, like, yeah, man, we're going to be 9-0, and and then we're going to lose a bullshit game. We're going to lose to Ohio State. Fuck it. Who cares? Get drunk. Is yeah. this maybe the healthiest he's ever been, attitudinally? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it really might be. And also, if you're going to go ahead and ride with the book of the Bible, Ecclesiastes is great because it's basically like, yeah, ice cream for breakfast. Why Dude, not? Fuck it. Fuck it. Ice cream for fuck breakfast. It. Sweatshirts, like sweatpants everywhere. That's what Ecclesiastes is about. You know, mom said uh, nothing but pizza rolls all day long. That's right. That's right. We're up here in this temple. It's, uh, you know, 53 BC and I've got pizza rolls. Let's roll. <laughs> what a big week for Bible fights. You got the right side of the the BCness, but yeah. people don't know. But that's what man, <laughs> that's what manna was. That's pizza what rolls. That, that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is. That is exactly. Pizza rolls. I would like to. That's why Magic: The Gathering has a pizza rolls card to enhance mana. God you can just play it. it. God damn it. Fuck. Yeah. By I'm the way, trying, I, mo- I'm mostly mad because you got there first. Yeah, we should explain. By the way, Cade McNamara and. Uh, JJ McCarthy are the two quarterbacks that uh, will be severed at the torso and then re-sewn back together by Jim Harbaugh. Like, one like two torsos, George? Grafted? Yes. We're, we're going to make a QB Graft centaur. Kings. We're going to make a QB oh, centaur. That's Ryan, not what a centaur I think, is. I think, Ryan, what no, you're picturing what is we're, like... No, that's, that's what we're like, going to do. Well, no, wait, it's like it's, it's legs to a waist and then more legs going up. Yes, Perfect correct. quarterback. Ryan, give me a second. Spencer, what do you think a centaur is? Don't look it up. I, You know what? I may have skipped the adding a horse element here. <laughs> we would, in fact, make okay. two centaurs. Okay, right? but so uh, no, now you're missing more horses. You've just made. Well, two we have people. to do something with the front part of the horse. So now we're going to have to take. We the have two to honor horses. the quarterback by using all parts of Cade McNamara. Oh At one point, God. we're just going to have to staple a horse head onto somebody. Okay. <laughs> That's not. Where are you getting the horse? This Michigan, is, does, thank Michigan you. doesn't have a mascot. Western Michigan, that's Michigan where. State, Western Michigan. Yeah, we're gonna take. Yeah, oh, thank no. you, Ryan. Co course. You, you guys have problems. Only Ryan has solutions. Addled legs on Cade McNamara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's skittering around all paranoid. We're gonna get gleeful. Western Michigan's cocaine addicted horse. We're going to take it and bring it in. Oh, look what you did. Now he's got anxiety. Now he's got anxiety. Oh, Tim Allen. He's a he's a Michigan quarterback. <laughs> I got that Tim the Tool Man pumping through my veins. <laughs> I'm gonna fight the sun. Tim, uh, Tim. I'm gonna fight the sun for the sun. 
<laughs> yeah, he's going to start. Uh, one will start. Uh, I believe McNamara is going to start against Colorado State. Then J.J. McCarthy will start against Hawaii. And then they will see time in both games. This definitely seems like a secure arrangement, especially with J.J. McCarthy being the more physically impressive of the two. He's famous for like a 50-yard cross field really ill-advised throw that ended up working in an early season game last year and everyone's kind of been panting after it he's the anthony richardson of the michigan program at this point in that he's the other guy and he's really he seems really really cool so the moment of truth is the yukon game <clears throat> this, hey, is when a, yeah. hey, this is when a, hey. a hero strides forth and claimed the reins yukon improved yukon yukon didn't look terrible against they covered Utah, buddy yeah, it didn't look chain, terrible. Count it. Um, I would like to really congratulate Michigan and, more importantly, Auburn for not playing in a week where Nebraska lost Northwestern <laughs> in a game where they blew a two-score lead twice. Lest anybody forget that. And Wait, Aub- what? Aub- yeah, that is the thing that happened. Can you tell me in more detail what happened? Um, so at – Various points in this game that Northwestern won 31-28. The onside kick was fine. Nebraska, was fine. Nebraska led 14-3. That didn't hold, as you can probably guess. They also led 28-17, and that didn't hold, as you can also probably guess. Mm. But but despite despite that, Auburn and Michigan have managed to like really headline grab in the last week. And I think that's just like... What power, what incredible media power these two schools have, which are equals in all other ways. And this was a crowded news week to try and do that in, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I have one Tim Allen story. One. Which Timely, is, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. which is that Tim Allen, when filming Galaxy Quest, performed an emotional scene and became so disturbed, he looked at the director and said, I need to go to my trailer. I don't like these emotions I'm experiencing. And he walked away. And Alan Rickman looked at the director and said, I think Tim just discovered acting. <laughs> I think um, my thought of the day is that Nebraska lost because they didn't kick enough enough onside kicks. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Also, if you lose because of one onside kick, that's on you. You let Northwestern run for over 200 yeah. yards. That seems you, to be the you largest lost problem. because you gave up yards to fucking Northwestern, not because mm-hmm. of one play that went wrong. You, you can have the most board. This is this may be of some comfort to you that you can have the most football coachy stayed up try to response to this possible. Why were you in that position? Correct. Ireland. Also, yeah. Why were you? <laughs> yeah. Why were you in Ireland? Why were you why in were that geopolitical? <laughs> I wasn't talking about meridians there, but that's another good point. Now that we're asking, I, I, I think that let's let's take it all the way. Why why are you literally playing football on August the twenty something? You shouldn't be doing that. It's it's also like. Nebraska had the ball, uh, let's see, three, four, five, six more times after the onside kick. Mm-hmm. And didn't score once in a game that they lost by three. I don't yeah, know. I think, Feels like that could be a problem. <laughs> I think that's a bigger yeah. problem than one play. You might yeah. be onto something. One, one decision when you were uh, already up. That, to me, does not add up. Additionally, I think we're really underselling the natural disadvantages of playing Northwestern in Ireland. First of all, there is zero corn on the island of Ireland. I'm just going to go ahead and say that, too. Um, really, you could not get more geeked than a bunch of Northwestern people in a place noted for the arts, culture, and theater. That's it. Like, ooh, so pumped, guys. They have a vibrant theater scene here. 
Have you seen it? It's also cute and quaint. Completely alien to the Nebraska psyche. They were already playing uphill in this game. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all fired up on some James Joyce. Yeah. He's <laughs> doomed. Oh, my God. Dylan O'Brien drank a beer here once. We're going to win by 30. And yeah. as Northwestern, as the final seconds tick off, the crowd is pelting the field with copies of Angela's Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hozier did the halftime show. We're so hype. So pumped. He's got the voice of an angel. Who did do the halftime show? I mean, did they take their bands? I'm just curious. They did take their bands, and okay. they played a bunch of uh, Irish traditionals and that's so, that's so backwards man like, I, hope oh, they mean, cran- it. I hope you mean cranberry songs there's videos yeah. of like 70, 70 year old irish guys like fucking loving it <laughs> oh yeah there's video of them they played like they played I, I forget which song forgive me um but it was something like you know uh the glens of wall wall farney or something <laughs> the rains you of know? wherever <laughs> yeah something blank of blank right and uh, they were going ape shit like they were going completely mad right so otherwise a complete success for everybody at northwestern except pet fitzgerald who had to put up with people getting something for free oh the noise it burns him the noise you hear is the scottish hound protesting any more talk of ireland i guess but auburn just couldn't stand all that attention nope preemptively being given to the loser of this game so they just had to have a mess at home oh auburn Auburn, Mm -hmm. you delightful scamps what's auburn done this time that like there should be like a weekly um, sound effect for this. Yeah. Yeah. Did did, did anything happen? <laughs> did, did you it? guys hear the exciting news? By the way, that they're adding a soundboard to Twitter Spaces. Oh God. Yeah. I know it's gonna be so bad for you. Yeah. Did, for did we have? Um, was there anything that might further threaten? See, this is okay. So I was gonna say, is there anything that could more uh, imminently threaten Brian Harson at Auburn? However, however. Uh, Alan Gre- however does it really matter who I heard that um, who leaves does it really matter who the athletic director is because what we're talking about is that uh, Alan Green who was the guy who sort of has overseen the Brian Harson tenure is now out uh, and is no longer the athletic director meaning that that's one less big protection he, he's for out. Brian Harson. He's extremely out. He, out. he only had five months left on his contract, which is very mm. weird to begin with. Like, when have you ever heard it, of an AD being like, I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. I don't know if he's going to get an extension. <laughs> or, like, that's not how normal normal places work at all. He that hadn't been act- there that long. Yeah. I wasn't actually kidding. Virgo season is supposed to mark a return to orderliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it has a big back to school energy. And that's just antithetical to Auburn, both in the academic and the orderliness sense. Here, Here is the most Auburn sentence from this ESPN story. This happened last Friday that, that they announced that he would be departing. Green had asked Auburn for clarity about his future with his deal expiring in January of 2023, sources told ESPN. And he was told that Auburn was likely to wait until the end of football season to make a decision. And that led to him finding an exit strategy. <laughs> like, Auburn oh. is so allergic to stability and calm that when the fucking athletic director is like, so do you guys have a sense of like what we're going to do? Or they're like, well, we're going to go ahead and pin your fate to Brian Harson. So you should just stick around and see how that plays out. It's like, of course, dude, nope. it's going to fucking change. Nope. <laughs> uh-uh. And then, because it's Auburn, this is the only school I can think of 
where other ads are like, oh yeah, let's talk shit on Twitter about what a yeah. fucking mess they are. Mm-hmm. I think knowing Auburn, this means they um, peel off an eight and no start, and ads are clamoring for the job, and then they lose five straight. Ed, Ed Orgeron, interim ad, gets the job full time. Yeah, that sounds right. Brian Arson gets promoted. The athletic director in question there is Danny White, who is the athletic director at the University of Tennessee, late of UCF. You may know him for choosing mess on several different occasions. This Mm -hmm. is no different. On Twitter, at 6.12 p.m. on August the 26th, 2022, he said, Congratulations, Alan Green, for getting the heck out of a crazy situation for greener pastures! Exclamation point. I've actually never agreed with him more. I admire how you managed. All. I know. Uh, yeah. I admire how you managed that chaos with class and integrity. Look forward to seeing your next chapter! Exclamation point. Ah, oh, God, it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good because now, because now, even if we weren't already in, like, who, who's going to be the next Auburn coach? Now, like, Auburn has given us layers to add to this. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, who even? Will the coach pick the AD? How will this work? Nobody knows. It's Auburn, baby. To review, I will just go over the first four games. Not even the first five games, because that's when you get into some serious conference business. No, let's just go ahead and go over the first four games. Uh, Mercer, okay. Hopefully they should be able to beat Mercer. No, that's at Auburn. I San feel Jose like Mercer had a, good, had a good start to the year, though. But please, go ahead. Yeah, then yeah. Mercer, Mercer did win their first game, sixty three thirteen. So I'm not, I'm not going to totally write, write this one off. Okay, scary for a quarter, then done. Uh, San Jose State, San Jose State at Auburn. Okay, so they get them again at home. We're we're okay. Um, there's nothing too weird there. Then let's go to game three. Game three, Penn State at Auburn. Not with the poll. Not with the longest poll. I had this one months ago, remember? Yeah. It's only gotten weirder. I, I would just like to point out... <clears throat> hey, you want to go? That most of the focus Maybe. on this seems to be like, oh, man, how's Auburn? Oh, boy, this is going to be bad for Auburn. I'm just going to fuck this up. Putting a lot of faith in James Franklin. Yeah, this is the thing. It's too- yeah, James it's great. Franklin. No, it's oh, fine. Boy. Do it, it. It's the collision of two great instabilities. It really mm-hmm. is. There's the truck carrying chickens over here, which when it hits something, they'll just be nothing but feathers and squawking, right? And on the other side, there is the flammable goods truck, right? Something with like deeply unstable, and they're going to collide. And I really don't know what's going to happen. Auburn, Penn State, there's going to be chicken fingers. You're going to, yeah, you're going (laughs) to smell some really uh, non-FDA approved chicken fingers cooking. (laughs) That's That's right. That's what we're talking. And There's then a low standard for chicken, so damn. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like out here KFC to, chicken. <laughs> yeah, Purdue out here just throwing alligators into a meat grinder, being like, chicken! Here you go. <laughs> we found five thousand skinks on the side of the road in the sack. Chicken. Five, wait, oh skinks. Okay. Skinks. For a minute and I thought skanks. we were back to Nashville. And skinks. <laughs> Ryan skunks. said it. Um, but yes and then and then game four game four missouri at auburn which if you said hey i definitely know what's going to happen with missouri this year uh join me in being a liar because i definitely know what's going to happen with missouri and i am lying 
So those are the first four games before we even get out of that. I hope Missouri wins that game by 30. And the first thing Eli Drinkwitz says at, at the post-game press conference is, I have no interest in the Auburn job, and I never will. <laughs> <laughs> I think all coaches should start that. That should become a traditional <laughs> greeting. Sure. In all sports, NBA, World Series, whatever. I love the timing of it because this is after Penn State week when James Franklin probably will say that. <laughs> yeah. I think Eli Drinkwitz should come out and go, I have great respect for Coach Harson, and he has a spot on my staff anytime he wants one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think he could bring a lot to our offense. I like what they do. Great detail. Hard worker. Again, Auburn hasn't played a single snap of football. Nope. Already a huge fucking mess. I love you. I love you, Auburn. You make me mm-hmm. feel better about my own life in so many ways. Honestly, Probably. though, like, is this less messy than we thought they would be at this point in the year? Because, like, there was a time when they were, like, taking out bounties on their own head coach and stuff. Like, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> he was, that was, he was this on, year. He was on the international yes. lamb. Right. Like, yeah. I think we thought we'd, they'd be entering this season with, like, Trooper Taylor at head coach or whatever. I guess I guess it was I guess it's just that like Auburn's refusal to like follow any path, even if it's the wrong one for more than five seconds is <laughs> is like have you ever watched someone drive on the wrong side of the highway and been like, Oh man, that's kind of the Auburn football experience. Like, <laughs> you're not sure what to do. You're like did even they even if you know? called somebody you'd be like, right. Where was it? You're like, I I've, don't know. I've d- I have done that. I have called 911 because I and, I and in the middle of it, you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah. I think it's on the wrong side of the road, but using their turn signal and changing lanes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Following all the traffic laws. Yeah. Yeah. Speed limit, everything. At 10 and 2. <laughs> yes. Very consciously, very like, a GT, yeah. like a GTA character, just at 10 and the, 2. The, the reader the can't see time. Spencer's hands, but that was that was nicely done. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the first time we've been able to say that outside of context, they're fine. They're fine. They're totally fine. Sure. Things could yeah. be worse somehow. Oh, don't say that about Auburn. It will. It'll happen. Mm. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> God, w- stretching and waking up from a deep sleep. What haven't did you heard from? Haven't heard from Bruce Pearl in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's your new AD. <laughs> <laughs> Why do, Why is Auburn basketball playing with IDF patches on their jerseys? <laughs> <laughs> Just supporting the troops. That's oh, all. fuck. Auburn basketball caused the rapture. <laughs> I knew it. As we, as we I knew it. One. Marshall Henderson tried to stop it. Auburn's fourth mascot, Tribulation Force. Marshall Henderson, the original Constantine. That's why they called him Marshall. <laughs> he was an officer for the Lord. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do have one more bit of local news uh, to discuss. Auburn being local, it's basically local. Columbus, Georgia. Don't, right? All politics is Auburn. Don't don't make a don't hold us accountable for Auburn. That's a, that's that's those people out there. It's their fault. <laughs> I don't know them. They're very far away. Very 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 far away. You talk about them like people of the wastes, where like we think... closed the gates and left them to the sands yeah, forever. I barely even know what continent they're on. <laughs> that is a that is they're in they're in Aflac they're in Aflacia. They're down there <laughs> in Tank Town, the lowest circle of Fansville. Oh, Doctor Dooms taking control of Auburn again. God damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in uh, Auburn. Really it? is in perpetual like uh, Secret Secret Wars Battle World. Like. <laughs> Auburn has been rebooted more times than the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fighting for their lives, and it's all gonna get retcon once the NCAA finds out who did what. <laughs> Holly, I think Jessica Alba needed more time to get her version <laughs> to of get Auburn her to football. implement her offense. <laughs> That's right. Um, we have from a reader on Twitter, so we'll call them a listener. I'll assume you're listening because mm. you suggested that we should discuss this. Uh, John Legend, I am Stefan Zonia. Please discuss this. It is a survey of America's rudest cities. Basically, they asked them about, they asked them to self select. So this is not a. What do you think of other cities? It's how mm. rude do you think your city is? So Memphis, which is why Philly, the Philly lead. That is why Philly okay. is at the top. So of this Memphis list. has like a uh, either a self esteem thing or they think they're very rude. Memphis is like no. Memphis is like we don't want any more people to come here. It's good. Memphis is like we like a song, our our um, local national anthem um, is called "Whoop That Trick." So therefore, we are rude. Our basketball team is the bear that is not cute. Our, the, our basketball team is rude, so therefore we're rude. <laughs> Last time we were in Memphis, Spencer got stopped on the street by a man who asked him like about his calf workouts. Memphis is lovely. I've received nothing but compliments in Memphis, so I'm going to say that this score is inaccurate. Uh, the average rudeness score at the top city is uh, with a r- ranking of 6.43, whatever that means, is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, then second is Memphis no. with a 6.05. These two being at the top, to me, state that these are our greatest cities, and that rudeness is a quintessential American indication of virtue and worth. These are good people. But Memphis isn't rude at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. So who's so saying that? The things Memphis scores as self-selects itself as rude in are not letting people merge in traffic, mm-hmm. being noisy in public, watching okay, videos in public not okay. respecting personal space and being rude to service staff. So basically <laughs> Memphis know. is a person driving into a restaurant and shoving their phone in a waiter's face so that they can watch a YouTube video without headphones. Okay. When you put it like that, hold on, I'm FaceTiming. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called distributing content. That's correct. That's viewers. There's three actual... If you're sitting there and three people can see your phone, that's four viewers. Also, it, like, every movie about the future is, like, watching videos in public is part of it. It's it's part of this idea of, like, in the future. Everyone's constantly watching videos in public all the time. Like, we, we said long ago this was how it was going to be, so just get used to it, okay? Any rudeness scale that has Memphis several spots ahead of, like, Boston in dc it's wrong it's just wrong this also explains why atlanta's not on here because atlanta is the least let you in in traffic city in america but also they won't admit it oh we Mm. would never i've been here too long i won't admit it i mean she's right she's 100 right but i am physically incapable of admitting i'm like no i'll let you in that's fine as i slam the door on you and she cuts you off like dale if you are worthy (laughs) i mean there's certain people i won't let over on principle right (laughs) <laughs> won't there's certain people i have to let over if i see you in an ultima with the twin pipes i'm like i'm letting you over before somebody gets hurt go right ahead this 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 survey also says that this city where 
non-locals are ruder than locals. The top of this list is Charlotte. <laughs> the assholes moving to Charlotte. Well, like, are, is that a thing? Are there like a bunch of there's rude a fucking? Hu- there's a huge um, in the triangle this- in general. There's yeah. a huge influx of like IBM. It, it's like a, half of that area of North Carolina is now like a big technology park, um, and so there's a lot of engineers there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And if you know any engineers, I I can kind of see how. I can kind of see how behaviorally this might. Um... That that's the that's the uh, that's the triangle though. With Charlotte, it's finance, bro. Yeah, I th- okay. I was gonna say, is yeah. this is this bankers? Yeah, it's finance, bro. It's one hundred percent. Yeah. Or is it Just like it... visiting fans at Panthers games or something? They don't have any visits. <laughs> <laughs> Making the pilgrimage. <laughs> I came to see Jerry Richardson's flat ass. <laughs> It's Where gone, is that brother. statue kept? Uh, I I also appreciate that Philly and Boston self-selected as the top two cities with where the locals are ruder than the non-locals. Real quick, the oh, ass on guys. that panther, though. Yeah. Oh, haunches, oh, baby. Oh, you guys. I have wonderful news. I'm sorry. I have wonderful break. I know this isn't breaking, breaking news. This is from yesterday. Breaking news. I know oh, this is yesterday. I don't care. Um. Wow. Somebody sent a phishing scam email to every faculty member at Harvard. <laughs> How many replied? And well, Henry Louis Gates replied all like, "Why did I get this?" <laughs> and now the entire Harvard faculty is replying on mass like, "Don't open it." Thank you, Matthew Cole on Twitter, whose thread I'm leaving. Philosophy and econ say don't open it. Dental medicine says thanks. Cell Bio asks what to do if they already opened it. Please stop replying, everyone, to this list. It's more than a thousand people from. Allergy. Um, and <laughs> oh. Thank you to Sarah for uh, suggesting. Gonna start replying to all emails with "Why did I get this?" <laughs> Auto reply. Uh, we also we also did miss a good story, also from North Carolina, about rowdy Marines. Did you guys see this one? Uh oh. I did. Ryan, okay. go ahead and tell. Uh, so two. Two Marines have been charged with property damage and disorderly conduct after the following took place. They went to Waffle House and shortly thereafter walked out without paying for their food. Then they went to what appears to be like a tourist center where a helicopter was on display. And they decided they would try to spin the helicopter blades. This did not work and they damaged the (laughs) helicopter in the process. And took a bunch of pictures of them on, like, hanging on the helicopter and, like, goofing off with the helicopter and a plane that was on display. The thing about it is, one of the pictures you can see, it's not a helicopter, it's, a, it's like a, a fighter plane. It says Marines on it. So it's like, guys, you had to have access. You had to have access. To, uh, this isn't like going to the aquarium and being like, wow, I've never seen a, a whale shark before. I'm going to go punch it. This is shit you had at home. Why did you go stiff a Waffle House server and then go look at a heli- go break a helicopter that you already had at home? This is such toddler behavior. Like a two-year-old. <laughs> like, seriously, just like, what'd you do? Ran away from the table. What'd you do? Went to look at a helicopter. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love the Marines. That's good. Congratulations, guys. Please tip your Waffle House people. <laughs> Please. And add like five dollars because they have a they have a shift bill to cover the helicopter <laughs> to cover the helicopter fees. Mm-hmm. 
the when I when I when I first saw the summary of this story, I was like, "What the fuck kind of Waffle House has a display helicopter? I want to go." Oh yeah, there. there's a few of those. Fuck. It just landed there and never left. And <laughs> yeah, there there it remains. Yeah, it just doesn't have a battery. Couldn't That's jump like it, a, so there like, it is. It's like a King Arthur kind of thing. Like, you know, if you can get it started, it's yours. <laughs> It sort of made me think that maybe there were some Waffle Houses that had the Jeep with the 50 cal out front, but sure. mainly to keep the customers in line. Probably. Right? Like, yeah, you know, our guys have hands, but just in case we can't handle yours, we need to outgun you. 100%. I have another piece of aerial news. No, oh, please. I've, I've been saving this one all week. Or should I say Cebu Play? I've been saving this since yesterday. I only showed you the headline. Two Air France pilots suspended for physical fight in cockpit after takeoff. The pilots had a dispute shortly after takeoff and grabbed each other by their collars after one apparent. Oh, that's so cinematic. This is after, by the way, uh, man, Air France is going through it. Uh, they were. Uh, this was a Geneva to a man. They fought in Geneva too. That's illegal. <laughs> or is it extremely <sighs> legal? Hmm. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> is so Switzerland the most refined or least refined? They literally I, had to be separated <clears throat> by a flight attendant. Uh, French newspaper La Tribune reported that the pilot and co-pilot had dispute shortly after takeoff. Fisticuffs ensued. Damn. Uh, cr- cabin crew intervened, and one crew member spent the flight in the cockpit with the pilots. Fuck. I assume, like, holding them apart by their ears. What? There are only two things I can think of that, that <clears throat> commercial airline mm. pilots fight about. Who's the better pilot? Mm-hmm. Who's had more sex? I, I think those you, are the only two things. I challenge you to a piloting duel. <laughs> like I think, I think those are the only two things that could be about. They t- the pass air- sticks back and forth doing tricks. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I need to read one more. I need to read one more line from this uh, Associated Press story. Air France said it is carrying out a safety audit in response to this and other recent incidents. The airline noted that it flies thousands of flights daily, and the report only mentions four such safety incidents. Four. Four is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, we're all we're all we're all human. We all make mistakes. They literally did the nobody talks about all the pi- all the flights where the pilots don't <laughs> fight, don't each, fight other. each other. <laughs> like here we have they should bring two really close friends out who are pilot and co pilot for the press conference, right? They're like mm-hmm. here we have Eve and we have Jacques. Say hi Eve, say hi Jacques, hi. You guys love each other, right? Yeah. You fly? Yeah. Do you fight? No, we never fight. We love each other. We complete each other's sentences. Yeah, this like they should like, do that. This is some like Jonathan Papelbon on the Nats bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you just, there are so many other times and places where you can fight. Because if, if this story was two pilots fight in the airport, it's just sort of like funny and weird. But it's like, guys, this is the yeah. one time we're asking you to not fight each other. I think what we do is um, we send some. We have like a designated fight breakup mm-hmm. person on each flight until it's rectified, and I think it's Mark Wahlberg. Finally, mm. he gets the chance to break up a plane Finally. fight. Finally, so here's the thing: you know he's gonna jump the gun so many times. He's gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa yeah. We got a problem here! Knock hey, it the fuck you, off!" Next, <laughs> next thing you know, he's like, plane hasn't even taken off." Got yet. a ten-year-old in an armbar. 
Also, there's going to be a lot of non-white pilots, which I gather is going to be an issue for Mark Wahlberg. That's yeah. Like, what if one of them's a woman? I've only uh, blinded one. He won't man. believe. He won't believe she's a pilot. He won't. Yeah. So you mean you got your wings her. and everything? They just let you right in. They let you fly it all the time whenever you want. Oh, server, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah that's just grabbing great. at the ear like it's a rubber mask, right? Who are you? <laughs> it's Jackie Chan. I know it's Jackie Chan under here. I love the script, but they wouldn't make the movie. But I only know it's real life. <laughs> Thank you, Felder. I want to know also who in this flight <laughs> were standing between them. Were they like, oh, listen, you got to go get, you know, go get Frank. Go get Frank. And they're like, no, no, no. Go get Matilde. Matilde will handle this. Here, like, I'm going to make you say three nice things about each other before we cross the Rhine. She's mean. Go get her. Of the airlines, though, I think Air France is one where I feel most comfortable with the pilots fighting. If this happened on, like, a spirit flight, I'd be like, fuck. You know, <laughs> you know one of them's got a sword. I think you I know that's just going to end bad. I think they have the, uh, I have the opposite comfort level because on something like spirit, I was like, this is definitely a person who's had a cockpit fight. Also, before. also spirits like we don't have two pilots. What are you talking about? We're not going to have a problem. <laughs> we got one Spirit's pilot. Actually, we got one pilot and a BB-8 toy that we're hoping could do something in an emergency. Spirit doesn't Spirit have should pilots. Actually, get just... out ahead of this and issue a press release saying this would never happen on Spirit Airlines on account of our commitment to cost savings. Only having one pilot. That's why Spirit just fucking splink- slingshots you toward an airport near the one you wanted to visit. On Spirit, the pilot is back there whipping three dudes' ass in a brawl in the rear of the plane. Everyone's like, who's who's up there? Anybody? No? Yeah, hold on. I got this. <laughs> That's what all the pilot's for. A Spirit flight launches like, fuck it, Cooper Cup down there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> when, do Just, you, when do you think they told the passengers on this Air France flight? And what do you think they told them? I don't know. I, did they? <laughs> I, I, first of all, I think if you tell them you lie and you'd be like, yeah, they both got terrible diarrhea, folks. It's going to be okay, but just awful Don't come diarrhea. up here. It's, They're it's definitely ter- not it's, fighting, but It's oh terrible boy. up here. It's, stay back it's there. It's horrible. That's why we're staying we're with all, them. We're all fine here. To That's give them Gatorade the is, and saltines. That's why the door is extra locked now. <laughs> That's the other thing. They can lock themselves in there and fight. Yeah, yeah, wait a second. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're they're like like shoving each other down and like and like you know you got great comedy scenes. There's of also like not that much room. Butt pressing against no. <laughs> joystick and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am pleased by this though because it proved something. Uh, it disproves something that always happens in the movies. The minute somebody throws a punch, the whole plane immediately does an aileron roll to the yes. right or the left. Yes. Right, yes. like that always happens at a cockpit fight. It's basically a big glider with engines, and if you just pr- like if you just hit somebody, it's not act- and hit like maybe the stick or something. It's not going to just throw everything to the side. Right, it's not an Indiana Jones biplane. What I'm saying is that. Given the fly-by-wire electronic capability of most planes, they fly themselves. Go ahead. Get her bean in there. <laughs> they I'm fly excited themselves. that three of us are traveling in the next 24 hours. <laughs> this is going to be good. Um, that's that's I, fine. I, um, also, I know what they said. I know what they said as an announcement. Nous avons un combat très puissant dans le cockpit. I will say. If the fucking fucking oxygen masks don't come out because the pilots are fighting, those fuckers are never coming out. 
Like, no. <laughs> the, you, that shit is not real. That is the that is absolutely the circumstance in which it should. An Air France what is full of wine. <laughs> Cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went to comprehend my, my mind, alert and active. Comprehend my mortality. Um, yep. Here, Based I on this, a, I think the only airline I would rather see pilots fight on more than Air France is Alitalia. Ooh. Oh, it's not lasting. Also, they might switch sides. The guy starts kicking his own ass. No, right? That's right? Great. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, I've chosen the winning side. Yours. Yeah. The, the By kicking of, my own ass. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of cockpits, I think the most important piece of college football news this week is um, South Carolina, their mascot, as discussed. I don't know. A few episodes ago, last week, I don't know. When Cock we Commander. About that. Fuck. Oh no! It was Cock it Commander. Was, it was, was when we of were course, doing. It was the, when we were doing the Levitard. Uh, oh okay. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it somewhere on some in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, the the internet's overwhelming choice. The the correct and obvious one true choice for the name of the new chicken was of course Cock Commander. Um, there was a survey and everything. University of South Carolina has instead announced that the chicken, they will attempt to name it The General after Thomas <laughs> Sumter. Um, um, let's see how that goes for them. I because mean, the internet yeah. wants something, and mm-hmm. you have deprived the internet of it. Do, do we call Oregon's mascot the duck? No. 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 Hell no. Fuck no. Do I we do. call Clemson's mascot the tiger? Also no. Like... No. Yeah. <sighs> This 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 battle has already been lost. You yeah. just look stupid insisting that it hasn't. South Carolina joining a battle that's already lost. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm. <laughs> South Carolina insisting on a historical, you know, no, mm. no. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. I know what. They should name the bird Tillman Hall and then chop its head off right before the Clemson game. <laughs> they have to get a new mascot every year because he's sacrificed before the Clemson game every Works year. Works for Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> damn that's where Zach all his dogs we went. are accepting all endorsement <laughs> offers they've been doing fine ryan and you just spoke that into existence it's your fault when that dog dies it's your fault there's a it's, fucking you be more specific where, about where that once dog. a year a dog is sitting up top and someone's standing there with a they, they got a five iron whack <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shot, Ashford. It's a bulldog, though, so if it's above 50 degrees, it's like, thank you. This is unbearable. <laughs> Vince Dooley, are you wearing boxers under that robe? No, it's hot as hell, son. <laughs> I'm free swinging in more than one, one, more than one way. So that's Ray Goff's dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, a, that's, like... Zach, that's Zaxby's entrepreneur, Ray Goff, so it's his dick. <laughs> Uh huh. Thank you. Good. Do we penis? <laughs> are are they gonna go? Are they gonna lean into this and dress the rooster in military regalia? Because then I can be more on board with calling it the general. Okay, I am all for this because then we will have a what? What? What is uh, South Carolina's cross division rival again? Uh, That'd be the uh, paramilitary of Texas A and M. That's right. It sure yeah. would. Yeah. So then we have all kinds of opportunity here for pregame arguments over. Do we have to, as real, actual military members, just look at our pants? Do we have to salute the chicken? The chicken outranks the dog. Oh, shit. The chicken outranks the dog. 
the chicken out makes the dog. Ryan said it, not me. Not me. Don't come for me. I um SECE Okay, wait. What if okay, what if it's for the honor of the SEC East versus the SEC West and this is how we finally inject some life into this stupid made up cross divisional situation where whoever wins the game, uh that mascot has military supremacy for the next year. Be like, where'd they get the commander in chief trophy? How'd they get that? Why are they passing that between these two schools? What if so commander in chief trophy you need a third school, so we need another military school. Get Vandy who's, in there. They, who's the third school? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vandy's yeah. Navy now. Yeah, Vandy. <laughs> South Carolina's Air Force, bird wings. Um, yeah. I yeah. will only approve of uh, South Carolina's chicken being named the general if there is a CGI version with a mustache that hangs out with Shaq. Yes, that's correct. It. Um, correct. That's a wonderful idea. I don't see anything wrong with that whatsoever. Shaq will do it, too. Like, mm-hmm. Shaq will take any endorsement deals. Will you yeah. pay him? That is, yeah. he has Wait, said. Yeah. Doesn't Shaq already shill for the general insurance? Yeah. Correct. That's yeah. why it's a natural. You don't even have to give him a new script. Oh, you, yeah. yep. Yep. Totally fine. Just Shaq nope. showing up, leading chance at South Carolina games. Did he go to LSU? That's ah, not important. No, Shaq has said he will show up for any endorsement deal if you pay him. Like, that's how scarred he is from spending his rookie bonus in on, like, three cars and then forgetting to pay taxes and realizing he was broke. He will never, ever turn down an endorsement deal. It's like, ethos. Yeah. He would, he would shill for the plague if it had an advertising budget i mean so would we true true so did clay travis it's fine (laughs) we're gonna get emails folks are gonna be trying at 38 godfrey 38 godfrey no one knows our address yeah Uh, godfrey isn't that's the trick godfrey isn't us but he is our supervisor so if you really want to get ryan fired Mm -hmm. and go go straight to go straight to the big boss himself stephen godfrey uh, mm-hmm. If you can't reach him, you can reach his boss, Bud Elliott. <laughs> if you can't reach him, you can reach his boss, Alex Kirshner. Yes. <laughs> Alex Kirshner. Top of the boss. chain. Yep. His email is billsimmons69 at aol.com. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could help. Um, do we? I'm gonna. I'm just going to do a rare thing where I go slightly off script here. Do we actually want to talk about games? Do we want to announce where we're going? Uh huh. I'm getting to that as a matter that of this. Yeah. That's up to y'all. Yeah, I would. I would like to tell everyone where we're going, which is this Thursday, September first. I think week one. <laughs> week one. I mean, inshallah. Who knows? Like, we should get there, right? But, oh, I thought you mean. I thought you meant in theory. It's week one. Yes. No, should we get there? We have at 7 p.m. Eastern in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a live appearance by myself and multiple other members of the college football media constellation, all descending on the multi-rivered city to see West Virginia at Pittsburgh. Is that the name of our podcast? Yes. The media, the college football media constellation stars, falling like the punishment of god itself on pittsburgh pennsylvania here's a nude man in the sky with a weapon (laughs) he's fighting with two air france pilots (laughs) and he's winning (laughs) we will be at the backyard brawl 
uh, for West Virginia at Pitt. I am excited because I've never, ever been to this game. Who among us has? Holly, have you been to a backyard brawl? Many times, never at Pitt. Never at Pitt? Never at Pitt. Ooh, it's a big moment. I have been in Pittsburgh for this game weekend, but never gone. I was very young. What mm. is what is your uh, impression of the what? Like, what do you feel like this is gonna be like? Me? Since you've done this before, yeah. Like, is this friendly? Is this hostile? <laughs> is it a weird it's, mix? It's not. It's not friendly. Okay. Um, <laughs> I. You, I, you I, say I, that with great conviction. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm having trouble getting. Uh, I'm having trouble getting a word out here because I am still so personally. Uh, I carry 13 and 9 on my heart heavier than I think most that that's probably the one that I that I have the least gotten over. Yeah. You know what's funny? You know what's funny about that game? Hmm. Nothing, nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Pitt, Pitt didn't even play very well. That's yeah. funny about that <laughs> <game>. <laughs> A bad team Thanks Ryan. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thank you. As o- as Owen Schmidt Thank of you. West Virginia said the worst fucking team in the world beat yep. us. Yep. And they didn't do it by, it's not some heroic story. Wow, they really rose up and found a fifth. Nah, man. Nope, sure They were isn't. neutral the whole time. The card just rolled oh. over your ass. Even, even Dave Weinstadt told, uh, I believe, Kirshner, uh, yeah, really, all we did was we tackled great. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Folks, that was the I secret want, plan. Folks, I want you to note here that I made myself vulnerable for my three colleagues and this is the result, and that is a reminder, as if you ever needed one, that feelings belong on the inside. <laughs> Keep them there. Um, no, Pitt and uh, I've got I've got family on both sides of this rivalry. Everybody has family on both sides of this rivalry. Uh, this is just this is an, a, an emotional gauntlet for me personally at the start of the season because Pitt plays well, Pitt plays my two teams back to back and because it's Pitt I don't have the slightest idea what to expect out of either game. Um, so I'm going to the one that appears less likely to emotionally traumatize me. But I we we kind of we touched on this a couple weeks ago and I want to be clear that if this is the case I celebrate it because it's very funny and a sign of our power, but is Pitt slightly overrated this season? And did we personally have something to do with that? It's weird hmm. because they they lost their two best players and mm-hmm. they lost their OC who was effective, but apparently um, Pat Narduzzi didn't like having an effective OC. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Go find me someone worse. So yeah, it, it appears they're going to slide back to normal Pitt, but the thing is... The, mm-hmm. In the ACC, normal Pitt could win nine games. So, like, uh-huh. they are overrated. I completely agree. But they might have a completely su- deceptively successful season regardless. I think, I, I think, like, win total-wise, they're probably underrated. But, yeah. like, AP-wise, they're overrated. But at yeah. the same time, they are, considering they won this conference last year, they are the fourth highest ranked team in the conference. Like, they're behind Miami. They're behind NC State. They're I think they're um, so they they lost you know two of the best players in recent mm-hmm. program history. I, I said recent. Settle down, oh. <laughs> Revis fans and Marino fans and, and, and Fitzgerald fans. Yeah, and go so take on go so take Sorry, a Marino. Go, I'm go, not familiar. Go take a Cialis and relax. In recent, that's not history. how taking a Cialis works. And <laughs> would, would no brother. <laughs> go, uh-huh. go, 
<laughs> so he just told on himself. Go get an erection. <laughs> yeah. I, what a relaxing heart on this <laughs> is. Just for a moment. Per ah, I can't even. My blood pressure went down because all my blood <laughs> went somewhere else. See? I was right. From an entirely personality-based standpoint, can I just say you're maybe the most terrifying person to contemplate on dick pills? <laughs> um, it's like, what if Spencer, but more? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right? Um. So this while is you're taking down all those hymn sponsorships, Spencer for men. Mm. <laughs> so hairy. Um, all right, all right. Oh. So as we were saying, this is also, by the way, I think a team where I snapped my phone case in half just talking about this game. If you want to know this, this inadvertently is a great comment on the overall decline of USC as a program because where do two of USC's brightest shining stars at the QB spot end up? That is correct. Playing each other at the backyard brawl. That is that is where they ended up because definitely w- nothing of note happening in the other direction. Right. In that particular pipeline. Yeah, Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> disregard that. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they, Spencer? It's beautiful country, tremendous academics. Yeah. It's the dream of every. Dream Three rivers. Three. <laughs> LA's barely got one. <laughs> they go, it's LA sad. Got one. It's sad. It's, it's called the ocean. It's good yeah. for Terminator too, I guess. I hey, um, listen. That that I river's have, am, that river's amazing to hide from the cops in. Okay. <laughs> I have been to Pennsylvania many times. I have family in central Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if I've ever actually set foot in Pittsburgh, other than, other than like driving through it. So. This is a uh, well, pilgr- pilgrimage to treat. my adopted uh, <laughs> adopted motherland here. We're in for a treat because not only will we be in the hospitable clutches of one Alex Kirshner, um, Ryan, I get to deliver this news to Ryan personally. Alex Fries for the Table Kirshner has made a dinner reservation uh, for our little cadre um, at a place that is not only a French fry restaurant, but a tater tot restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are going right into the uh, into the starchy belly of the beast, and I am so excited. Hot and cold I hope ketchup on tap. I hope the name of this restaurant is Heart of Starchness. I really do. Oh shit, <laughs> Colonel Kirsch! <laughs> Colonel Kirsch, Colonel take us up the river into the taters. <laughs> you know what's great too about going to this game with Alex is that. If West Virginia loses, I'm going to be emotionally devastated. But Alex is soft, and I can make him feel bad about it, too. Mm. Apocalypse now. He won't <laughs> listen to this for three weeks. So. Apocalypse. God damn it. Um, yeah, there are, no, there are no other games that night. Nobody else is playing. Doesn't matter. God. Nobody nope. else is playing. Nobody else kicks off at the exact same time. Nope. Nope. Because typical, uh, typical ESPN honk ignoring the big Penn State Purdue game airing on Fox. Pitch chill, <laughs> Spencer Hall. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just repping like the old Biggie. Still, they're still their their checks are still clearing for me. What are you uh-huh. diverting eyes away from? Mizzou losing to La Tech. Is that the SEC Network honk angle here? Uh, well, I, this is me setting up the Auburn debacle of all debacles, which would be both of their two major opponents. Their you know top grade opponents losing in the first <laughs> week, right? If we get Mizzou to lose and you get Penn State to lose to Purdue, those are their top grade opponents. <laughs> well, you know, well the first month of the season for Auburn, right? It's definitely oh. not Mercer. It's not San Jose State. How dare you? I I, I know the disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> the to Mercer Murder's University is going to hit the nay nay on you. Just watch. Mer- 
listen, Mercer's going to fill my farm, my prescriptions inaccurately. That's what I've seen. Mercer's got a massive pharmacy school. Everyone here who works in pharmacy went to Lake Mercer. They're going to be like, listen, buddy, I'm going to short you some five ants. That's pill addict Spencer Hall. <laughs> That's right. Dick pill addict Spencer <laughs> Hall. <laughs> oh, God. I can't stand up in public. <laughs> That's why his legs are so short. That's I right. need him to sleep. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. There's a logic there. <laughs> Blood goes here, away from brain. Sleep. Sleep time. It's Sleep like time. A, it's like putting Makes a blanket over out. his cage. Yeah. <laughs> night, night. <laughs> night, nights. Every night I pitch my own tent to sleep. Oh, uh, there we go. No, you were leading this there. No, no. People advertise on this show. That's hilarious. They do. They do. Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades. Until he re-emerged triumphantly as an app and website, GameTime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last-minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, I, I, by the way, I really enjoy that. Uh, I really enjoy that we're skipping uh, Illinois, Indiana, because we don't want anybody to be that powerful. They'd be a threat to us if they were like watched Illinois, Indiana. Yeah. Um, Saturday uh, in the early slot, I just want everyone to watch um, South Dakota State defeat Iowa as um, <laughs> as predicted on Split Zone Duo by I don't know a, a humble uh, football uh, analyst, a veteran of of FBS. FCS upset predictors. Some would say. Some would say. 
Ooh, man. Um, Jason, is there a watch grid this year? Where can we find it? Do everything for us, please. <laughs> um, yeah, people have been asking. Uh, I'm just tweeting it this year, most likely. So, um, the Jason Kirk is my handle. I'm going to tweet the watch grid every week and gain like 500 followers and then say something about religion that makes half of them leave. That's my plan for the entire season. Hey, that was a good Vacation Bible School episode this week. Oh, I thank you. We just dropped a, um, for the for anyone who doesn't know, we just dropped a Patreon episode about debt forgiveness, which turns, turns out, out there's biblical. a lot of biblical grounding for that. Apparently nobody knew, but uh, like Joe Biden's like actually super Christian. It's crazy. <laughs> you know that that famous that famously favored industry among all religious texts, banking. So I'm yeah. saying, yeah, N- t- notoriously in favor of interest. Yeah. I like that that's never been a pitch anywhere in history. <laughs> They're like, listen, this religion, we'd like you to join our club because we love banks. Nobody's ever, <laughs> those, that the hasn't one, gone the very one, far. The one group Jesus went MMA on, the one. That's true. That's true. Jesus, Jesus totally put a bank, put the bankers in an arm bar. More of a street brawling style, if we're, to be fair, based that's, on the I, it was a, It was a hardcore match, I think. There were weapons. <laughs> Everything legal. Trash can lids and folding chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want an early look at, if you want an early look at the can't miss, definitely not a problem. Uh, ACC favorite. NC State plays at Eastern Carolina at noon. At East favorite? Carolina at noon. Yes, favorite. This is remember I've heard favorite what? Uh, favorite NC State. Um, remember this is this is the team that can't miss that everyone says is going to be very good this year. Um, Yes, nothing bad Who's can happen saying there. saying that? I th- we're like people are aiming for like nine and three. That's very good. Yeah, that's very good. I agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. The expect the expectations are sky high. At so NC we're State. putting pressure on NC State. <laughs> yes, I am. I expect no, no, more. I'll go. Let's see what happens. Playoff yeah. favorite um, NC State, who I believe in button. with all my heart. Yeah. Let's push this button. I uh, am. I am 100% in favor of let's push this button at every point. I'm pressing that button. NC State, make or break season. Show me what you got. Look, it goes perfectly. I'm saying putting this on NC State goes perfectly with the rest of our playoff picks. Yeah. That's true. It's one of our what best is, picks. What does break mean? Like, what is a rebuilding year at NC State? I don't understand. Make or normal. Make or stay. <laughs> make or take a nap. Make or chill. Make or grab a Cialis and take a nap. Yeah, um, NC State is the program with the least amount of make break. or break in its history. Uh, there is or break. Just ache. Constant ache. Make, make or break. ache. That's make orb. Ache and um, get guys make drafted. Make orb great. Uh, I would also like to congratulate our producer, Cerber, for un- unwittingly having the powers of the full cast when it came, almost at least, when it came to the UNC game. Which Man. Almost nope. didn't happen against. Uh, it's contagious. Florida A&M? Yeah, I decided they would play. I just want to be clear. That was kind of mm. you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was yeah. kind of you. And yeah. be not merciful. Um, so I don't know. You you want to speak into anything into existence for UNC App State? I don't think it works if you do it on purpose. That's true. That's why Henry I think we want this game alive. to happen. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like any anyone with any um, who finds any comedy in UNC or Mac Brown or anything like that, you you want to take a look at this one. <laughs> I I do like that if you're scrolling through the ESPN schedule for this and it's showing you like tickets are you know twenty dollars here, uh, it's 
Tickets as low as $2 for Buffalo at Maryland. That Maryland home atmosphere <laughs> continues to just be fucking electric over here. Um, yeah, the, having the ticket price alongside the games has provided some of the more eloquent commentary on the state of these programs than even many of the fine journalists I know employed there. Central Connecticut at UConn is $6. Buffalo at Maryland is 2 uh, Troy think- at Ole Miss is 7 All of but- those are more than we paid to get into Vandy UConn last year. Yeah. But UNC App State is up to $187. Who? ULM at Texas is four. What's wrong, Texas? I think that's I think that's ULM setting the prices, being like, we can't pay more than this. <laughs> okay, this is, this, is no, this is one of those situations <laughs> where I want to go see the park. Ryan, look up the parking at that game. For, for the Maryland game? No, for ULM at Texas. Oh, ULM Texas. ULM Texas parking. Um, That's got to be. Like, by the way, I think that also is is because Texas has not put out a depth chart. So technically, uh, Texas, we don't know that they're actually going to display any of their fine players. This is what you've done to the market, Sark. Uh, with the your lowest, machinations. The lowest price I can find on SeatGeek for parking for this game is fourteen dollars. That's a lot less mm. than I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that okay. there's not a lot of fourteen dollar parking left. Most of it's more in like the twenty five forty dollar range. Hmm. I um hmm. I want to note Nebraska is following up its um disastrous misadventure overseas by um seven days later playing a FCS Dakota. You shouldn't play any of those. It's North Dakota no. specifically, so it's not the best Dakota, but still, don't play a Dakota. Idiot. That's, it's not Dakota heavy. That's bad for you. No, yeah, they're all Dakota heavy now, basically, right? There's two heavies and two lights, and you're playing. So, yes. so I don't want to play any of them. So that means when you go to ESPN, ESPN only lists it all as week one. So that means Nebraska and, I guess, UConn and Illinois and Charlotte, a few teams are on here twice. That's great. They're just working twice as hard. That's right. That's right. That's right. But North uh, Nebraska is the only one of them that flew overseas and lost. So, Do, um, do you want to talk about Florida's opponent? I would like to talk about the Florida Gators for once. Yeah, no, I would love to. <laughs> That's fine because I really think they're going to beat our ass. <laughs> Like you I know, know. Uh, I'm t- I'm typically Mister. Uh, we're gonna lose, D- y'all. We're gonna lose. <laughs> it, it takes us a few weeks every year to remember that we fucking love Utah as a team, and I love that we get this early in the season that we can that we can start off because I I feel like every year for the past like five years halfway through the season we're just like man Utah and we never carry that through season to season. But mm-hmm. I've I'm toting that with me. This is gonna be fun. I, um... This is probably, other than Backyard Brawl, I think this is probably the game I'm most looking forward to this week. Um, I, I, I have money on the Gators to cover, but yeah. Uh, two, two and a half points at home with a team traveling that far. But, I mean, Utah, Utah could be really, really, really good. They could be real good. And additionally, like, if we want to go ahead and solve the, issue, the potential issues on the back end of the Florida defense doing it against Cam Rising and a RPO kind of offense with a solid run game behind it. Yeah, I don't I don't feel great about that. I don't feel great about that at all. Uh, let's also note Bama is uh, playing a team that couldn't cover against UConn. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't want to train anything. A little flat out the gate with the uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, listen, this is this is what this is what you call a warm up. This is this is 10 mm-hmm. reps with just mm-hmm. the bar. You know, Nick's Nick's old. You want to warm up those muscles before you really start whomping and a whaling. 
you know unlike a unlike a young whippersnapper like kirby smart who's just decided to go ahead and take on oregon at 3 30 p.m here in beautiful atlanta georgia in the return of bo nix how much does this suck for bo nix he's like well at least i won't have to play georgia where are you transferring <laughs> oregon hey <laughs> guess who guess who you get to eat shit against again <laughs> i think he likes it <laughs> what what gives you any indication that he likes it other than it's scheduled he signed up for the next team on Georgia's schedule. <laughs> so I'm, sick of waiting until October. I'm sick of waiting until October. <laughs> the Lord keeps you humble. <laughs> the problem is they have, all that, they have all that time to build momentum. I want them early. <laughs> Let me at them. <laughs> I want that 6'3", 300-pound man who runs a 4'6", fresh. <laughs> Don't get him tired first. Nope. I want him straight out of the box. Well, and also, uh, traditionally, every time, because Bo Nix uh, has played in about, he's played enough football seasons to where we have words like traditionally that can apply to him. Traditionally, Bo Nix plays uh, Georgia. (laughs) He has already been sacked like a hundred times. He's coming in at zero right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. Georgia's just fucked here. Fresh and fluffy. Week one, week one Bo Nix is his most like slanging it as well. I feel like Mm -hmm. he's most just like. All, all throws are good throws. All throws are good throws, man. In some universe. Let's see if it's this one. Wha-pow! <laughs> just every single snap against Georgia is just sheer terror. It's just sheer terror the whole time. But that's his secret. Every single bonic snap is sheer terror for everyone, regardless of the opponent. Yes. <laughs> it, it ain't about them. It's about us and our terror and how scared we are of ourselves. Every snap a Safety Brothers movie. <laughs> like imagine, imagine you were in a bank and someone came in to rob it, and they had a chimp with them. You would be scared in all directions. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be like, "This is bad for me. This is bad for that person. This mm-hmm. is bad for wherever they go next." It's like this is just danger in in every direction possible. <laughs> this could go real smooth, except for your, <laughs> for your accomplice. I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell him it's going to be cool. Mister Buttons <laughs> is here for the money. <laughs> Not you. He's here for the bank's money, not yours. Yeah, Mr. not Buttons worth it. Wrote the, wrote keeps, the note. It's just he, shit smeared. He keeps grabbing for my sandwich. Give him your sandwich. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't Mr. be Buttons. a hero. <laughs> Give Mr. Buttons your phone. Not the Android. He doesn't like those. Your face is insured by the FDIC. Nobody needs to die today. <laughs> He's only eaten a few faces. Uh, I. By the way, the moment in that bank robbery oh, man. where Lane's going to adopt a chimp. Yeah, it's going to have its own. Instagram there are account. background checks for these things. That's not going to happen. Yeah, boy, not in Bri- all states. Ryan, that's uh, that's, that's the most un-American. Don't you, re- don't you remember our big cat episode? You're right. Yeah, that's the most un-American sentiment sentiment you've ever expressed. There are background mm-hmm. checks for owning a primate. No. That's why inflation is so high, because of these regulations on primate ownership. Joe Biden depressing the chimp market. And Mm -hmm. when I, Dr. Oz, win this Senate seat, I'll make sure that every man, woman, and child in Pennsylvania can own their own chimp. You've made Dr. Oz sound cool. (laughs) Yeah. You you know what? You're the first person who's done that. That was incredible, right? How'd you do that? There are millions devoted to this very task, and you did it for free. The first person. Now I have to leave and never come back. Man, Oprah's got some shit to answer for. A lot. Which I never really thought I'd say. A lot. 
Oh, wow. Ryan really did go. At one point. Yeah, he did. He was like, God, they got, found him. he's got to go win a Senate seat. I Sorry, folks. There would be one horrible moment in that bank robbery where you'd look up as a security guard with your gun drawn and you'd have to think, am I about to get in a gunfight with a chimp? <laughs> is this what I signed up for today? The answer is yes. That's what you signed up for today. Getting into a gunfight with a wild animal who also has a gun. Uh, and a liquid death endorsement deal. Uh, not a, a complete non-segue to Notre Dame at Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Oof. Bad idea. <laughs> I did. This does seem like um, not to frame everything as gambling, but I don't really know any other angle on DraftKings on Notre Dame playing Ohio State. Uh, that seems like a lot of points. It seems yeah. like a lot of points to me. It's a lot. Um, I think uh, this is really going to put Notre Dame as cool to the test because losing by 25 isn't all that cool. <laughs> I uh, mean, do you think like like that's like that's officially predicting like a severe ass kicking on national television? It's a big fucking line, yeah. That's a big. <laughs> It sure is. It sure is. I like that I've mentioned this to multiple people and no one has gone, yeah, I think I'll go the other way. Then they've been like, well, that is a big nope. line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look at Bama's favorite by 39, Ohio State's favorite by 18, and I'm like, yeah, those are big numbers, huh? <laughs> look at that. <laughs> sure enough are. Uh, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame like, could be good and get its ass whooped. So. It's like staring up at one of those clouds that looks like a Star Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's moving fast against the wind. Huh. Hmm. Think that's anything? Probably yeah, nothing. I, I do. I don't remember a season <laughs> that has felt more like there is an, an incredibly clear tier one of teams and then just a huge rummage bin beneath. Like, usually this is how we feel at the end of the season, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a little suspicious. It's a little ominous. Yeah. It, where are the curveballs going to come from? Will there be any? But, like, it's just like the top three just feels so cut above everyone else. And right, I don't remember t- a season that started this way. Right. Typically, you have to get down to, like, 12 before you're just guessing in every area of, like, making your preseason. This time I got to, like, five, and I was like, uh? Yeah. I mean, honestly, even four. Like, mm. Clemson is, like, I mean, they sucked at offense last year. and Yeah. They might get worse at defense, you know. Oklahoma, they might not be good at offense anymore. You know what I mean? Like everything after three is a guess. Oh, I had Tennessee at four, great. so that was easy for me. Well, that obviously that was easy. <laughs> My playoff pick. Your playoff pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do enjoy people ranking Clemson this high without with going, hey, so did, did they fix any of their problems on, on offense? Did they <laughs> change? Little old Clemson. You know, did, they're just delivering rat poison to little old Clemson. That's me. Call, call me the poison man because I am delivering. Because uh, did you fix any of your problems? Did you get a new quarterback? Did you get a fresh offensive mind from outside of the organization? Um, did you? No. They didn't no, do any no, of that. Are you still all having the same haircut? And is it that haircut? Yep. All right. Yeah, we no, did. I'm just going down the staff page. Yes, you do. Okay. We didn't even change the dang coiffures. No, <laughs> nope. not. Same attitude, same haircut, same Bunch quarterback. Of grown men that look like they got their haircut sitting in a race car. I like the argument too. They'll be like, "Well, DJ Uyangalele doesn't have as much pressure on him this year." What? They're four. <laughs> <laughs> they got a four by their name. That's a lot of pressure. You could just say anything on the internet. It turns out you can type anything and it'll show up. Yeah, you can. You can just say it. 
It'll go right over to the internet. That seems like more pressure to me, especially because they're in year two. And if you're not good, they're going to start, you know, they're going to start to suspect maybe you're not good. Maybe this won't turn. Maybe you will not improve. No. It's no, also, it's kind of, you know, like, I mean, last year Clemson ended up, you know, 10 and whatever and ranked like 13th or whatever. Like, they could win 11 games and be deeply unimpressive. <laughs> that could definitely happen. I'm excited to see what this fan base does because I'm old enough to remember when on this very show we were like, heck, y'all imagine getting sick of Clemson fans? That's going to be weird, huh? Ha <laughs> ha. And then they set that in record time. And I'm wondering if they are going to revert to their former, mostly inoffensive selves, or if they are going to stay this hungry in the face of their own roster and resources and reality. Server, what do you think? When, when Clemson's time at the top is officially done, are y'all going to be lovable again? <laughs> uh, no, never. I, <laughs> we, were, we weren't we're insufferable? You thought we weren't insufferable? Yeah, we're fine. No. Okay. Now you're fine. We, we've always <laughs> gotten on my nerves. <laughs> Clemson does remain far and away the most, and I'm I'm not a person whom this particularly bothers because I think the pretending is part of a larger problem, but Clemson has far and away remained more than any SEC school I have ever been to the most holler and homerish press box on the planet, and I don't expect that to change in any way. I'm talking more about the general populace. Yeah, no, never, never gonna, <laughs> never gonna change. We've been on top now. Okay. Uh, listen, they Respect. weren't very good before 1981, mm-hmm. and then they hung on to 1981 for you know 30 That's years. True. Thinking, you know, we uh, belong there. That's where we actually belong. But the NCAA, you know, if they wouldn't have forced us to fire Danny Ford, they made us do it. You know, essentially, mm-hmm. like. This is essentially yeah. they mm-hmm. just it's just easier. To, it's just easier to mute someone when they're 23rd all the time. <laughs> Go balls. Is it is it um, South Carolina doesn't have a 1981 quid pro quo ipso facto that right or whatever, you know, that's it. That was the whole argument for decades and decades. And decades. Yeah. You ever oh, seen oh, a no. championship now, ring? Now we've tripled the number of 1981s. What have we done? Does your coach live in a castle? Does he live in a La Quinta? Until he can find love before the last petal of this rose falls. <laughs> Pardon me. I have to dog wrangle. What's she, what is she barking Dog's fine. At? No clue. Dog's fine. She's bar- y'all, barely audible. The, She's fine. There is the biggest doe I have ever seen in my life just roaming around my backyard. And Betty, who has been completely indifferent to deer up until this point, has decided that this dog is a home invader and the deer is a dog, like a very tall dog. Yeah, deers are dogs, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Clemson, I, I realize this, but I'm only just now reckoning with it. Clemson at Georgia Tech is the... Uh, oh, man. That's the casual fan Super Bowl this year. This is like the... This is the Labor Day night game. This is starting to feel like Florida State Bethune Cookman. I don't I mean, want it's it. Not far off. <laughs> uh-uh. Sorry. Now, although AC Lion has picked Georgia Tech, AC Lion um, from the Georgia Aquarium, Homer, traitor, has picked the Jackets. You know that's just typical bias by those with fewer than four major limbs against the Tigers. Maine, New Mexico. 
that's it. That's my final word on the subject.